The information on this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not contain or constitute and should not be interpreted as any form of medical advice or opinion. You should always seek the advice of your healthcare provider about any questions or concerns that you may have. Welcome back to the Unfiltered podcast. On this show, we interview mental health professionals about abusive, toxic and healthy relationships. It is our hope that these interviews help you cultivate safe relationships. The answers are all there in ourselves. You can never trust a narcissistic person to give you any help or guidance or advice or anything. Because they are they are trying to prove to the world that they are right and the best and the worst, whatever, um, all the time. So they're the, the last people that you can trust. Hello everyone, my name is Juliana Aiken, I'm the host of the Unfiltered podcast and a co-founder of Unfiltered. This episode is the part two of the step one of our series, How to Emotionally Detach from the Narcissist. Luciana Gerard, a registered counselor and narcissistic abuse specialist, will be guiding us through all the steps that we should take if we want to emotionally detach from the narcissist. With her foundation of personal experience of narcissistic abuse in relationships with both parents, siblings, partners and friends, together with her years of studying the academic research on narcissism, she is well equipped to help us through this journey of emotional detachment from the narcissist. In the last part of this series, we focused on understanding what we are really looking for from narcissistic relationships. Today we will focus on how we can fulfill our needs ourselves and this will help us better emotionally detach from the person with narcissistic traits. Let's get right into it. In the last episode we talked about what are the things that you might be needing from the narcissist or for what might be the things that you seek from the narcissist either consciously or unconsciously. And in this episode our focus is going to be on can you give those things that you might be seeking from the narcissist or the, from the narcissistic relationship can you give those things to yourself can you find them within so let's get started right away and luciana so what these things could be and how we could give these things to ourselves mm-hmm. Okay, so the first thing is the the chemical release that we have in our brain, um, which makes us feel good. Um, can we give that to ourselves? Well, yes, we can. We don't need somebody else um, to, you know, so that we release these um, endorphins and that in our in our brains. Um, we can we can give that to ourselves. So, for example, um, you know, for endorphins, you know, that's um, through laughter. Uh, dark chocolate apparently as well exercising and um, there's some essential oils all of these things can can give us that natural chemical release in our brain that is what one of the things that we're really probably subconsciously but that's what we're searching for that feeling of love and oh that nice feeling um there's also the dopamine for the reward system and that's we can get that by you know for example completing something um, taking care of ourselves, eating good food, um, just sort of enjoying little, you know, um, little achievements that you make. 
Um, mm. So all of these things make us feel good. We don't necessarily have to get it from somewhere else. We can, we can give ourselves um, this in our brains. Okay. Um, so there's also the, the love again that you didn't get perhaps as a child, just the same as what you're just saying now, really, um, is just comforting yourself um, and trying to love yourself, like yourself, give yourself attention. So all these things that you would automatically do to somebody else, your best friend or a family member, whatever, um, but give them to yourself. You know, so pay attention to how you're feeling or what you're thinking. Just take yourself seriously, you know. Um, it's all fine and just accept it. And it's really about liking and then loving yourself, you know. So just that appreciation for yourself. Every day is an opportunity to show appreciation for yourself. And when you do that, you are building a foundation of self-love and self-worth that will help you navigate life's challenges with greater ease. I encourage you to take a moment today to do something that brings you joy or makes you feel good about yourself. You are worthy of your own time, attention and care. And by showing appreciation for yourself, you are taking an important step towards a happier, healthier you. Here are three simple ideas that you can use. Pick one of these and do it today or come up with your own. 1. Write yourself a love letter. Write down all the things you love about yourself. This can be anything from your physical attributes to your personality traits or accomplishments. 2. Give yourself a compliment. Make a conscious effort to give yourself a compliment today. You can do it right now. Think about your day or yourself and compliment yourself about something. 3. Take a break. Go for a walk or set a timer to stretch for 15 minutes and during your break appreciate the time that you are giving to yourself. Okay, so the next one. So the next one is I've spoke about it before about confusing sex with love. So um you know when you're having sex and thinking oh this is because they love me um and I my first question with this would be again you know um I don't, I've heard I don't know how to say this nicely I've heard a lot of stories um from clients who have said that um sex with a narcissistic person is very impersonal not very intimate at all um and you end up just feeling like you've that you've just been used almost um so um yeah a lot of it's not really love that you're getting um it is just the physical sex you know and um, without the love side of things um so yeah I, again just to be aware of what is it you're actually getting from the narcissistic person is it really love or is it just sex mm. you know so, yeah yeah Agreed. and to give that to yourself you can work that out yourself and you can go and find it on the internet <laughs> that's not my area <laughs> so the next one would be validation um that's i think a big one actually that we all want validation um especially if we haven't had it before 
Mm. Um, so, and uh, you know, you're, you're probably not getting it from your narcissistic partner anyway. If anything, you're having the exact opposite. Um, but again, give this to yourself in your head. So, you know, make, make note of things that happen so that you can later on say, yes, I was aware of that and it did happen and I'm, I'm not, you know, going mad. That did happen. Um, you know, even make a list of all the evidence so you can list all the things that you've done or you've said or whatever. Um, and that sort of, it's just a way of gathering facts again. You know, this is the truth. This is what I've done today. I've done that. I've said that. Blah, blah, blah. And then that's you. You have evidence. So later on, when somebody says, no, you didn't say that, or yet, you know, you didn't do that, you know, don't bother arguing because there's no point. But you know that, yes, you did do that, and you did say that, and you have it written down. Mm -hmm. So it's just validating yourself. You're not the one that's going mad. If you are still in a narcissistic relationship, it's very difficult to receive any validation from the person with narcissistic traits because they do the exact opposite. They invalidate you. In this situation, it's important to find ways to validate yourself. Remember, you can do something about this. So, in addition to Lucien's tip to document everything, here are a few other suggestions. 1. Recognize your own worth. Even if the person with narcissistic traits is not validating you, it's important to recognize your own worth. Take some time to think about your positive qualities and the things that make you a valuable person. Remind yourself that you deserve to be treated with respect and kindness. 2. Set boundaries. Setting boundaries helps you to feel more in control of your situation and can prevent the invalidation attempts hurting you emotionally. You can set a boundary with yourself that you won't tolerate invalidation. This means that when they start to invalidate you, you remove yourself from the conversation and say that you won't talk to them as long as they keep invalidating. 3. Seek validation from others. You can seek validation from other people in your life. You can talk to trusted friends and family members who can offer you support and encouragement or join a supportive community. Last one. Practice self-validation. When you are feeling down or invalidated, practice self-validation. This means acknowledging your own feelings and experiences and reminding yourself that they are valid and important. You can do this by journaling, talking to yourself in a positive way, or engaging in other self-care activities that help you feel more centered and grounded. Okay, so um, where are we? Approval and permission. This is another thing that a lot of us search for. Um, maybe if we didn't have permission, you know, as a child, or we had to always ask for everything, you sort of get stuck in that way as well. Um, and I doubt, again, that the narcissistic individual would ever give you that permission or approval of anything um, because that would be too threatening for them. So um, I thought here we can you, can you can write a letter to yourself listing all the reasons why it's a good idea for you to do whatever, you know, rather than searching for somebody else to give you permission, give yourself permission. Mm. And say yes I can do this and I'm going to try it doesn't matter if I fail I'm going to try it anyway um, it's just again it's just finding evidence really to back yourself up mm. Um, mm. You know, so that you can go and do it okay so next we have praise and encouragement again this is a difficult one to do um, but again you can write stuff down 
talk to yourself, give yourself, you know, every little step of the way. Oh, well done that you've got this far. Well done that you've actually started this. Just start how, it's really, um, so this is kind of going into reparenting your inner child. So, you know, again, as a child, if you didn't have a parent or a teacher saying, oh, well done, giving you praise, if you can now reparent yourself, so you know what you would need as a young four or five or six or seven, whatever year old. Um, so give that to yourself now, you know, just egg yourself on. Well done that you've started this. Well done for, you know, whatever you've done. Just give yourself praise and praise and praise um, to keep yourself going. It yeah. sounds ridiculous when I'm saying it out loud, but it really does work. <laughs> One way to give yourself praise is through affirmations. Here are five affirmations for giving yourself praise. I am proud of who I am becoming. I trust in my ability to overcome challenges. I am grateful for all that I have accomplished. I am worthy of self-care and self-love. I honor and appreciate myself for who I am. Okay, so I think we're on to comfort now. Yes. So just, yeah, again, just soothing yourself. Be kind to yourself. Forgive yourself is a big one. If you've done something by mistake or you've you know, made a terrible uh, mess of something or a big mistake, forgive yourself you're only a human being it's just normal part of being a normal human being that we do mess up sometimes and it's okay you know um i think especially if you've been you know had all this criticism from a narcissistic individual you feel so down on yourself even for just doing something ridiculously small if you've messed up on it you know but it actually it doesn't matter does it nothing matters <laughs> You know, so please be nice to yourself and forgive yourself. Um, it's, it's just a part of being a human being that we're not perfect. Thank goodness. We wouldn't want to be perfect, you know. So it's almost like enjoying, enjoy being a human being and making the odd mistake and break things. Oh dear, it's okay. That's what human beings are supposed to be doing. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and again, just just think, you know, what do you need? What do you need to hear? And then just say that to yourself. So you're the best person really to comfort yourself because you know exactly what you want to hear. You know what you need. So think to yourself, what do I need? And then give it to yourself. You know, so what makes you feel better if you're needing some comfort? What, you know, think of somebody who can give you comfort. What would they say to you? What do you need to hear? And mm. then just tell yourself that. It's yeah. really like reparenting yourself, you know. So, yeah. When you think about it, it makes sense. We are the best, the best person. We are the best person to give what we need because we know what we need. <laughs> yeah, that's you know? right. We know what tone of voice and, you know, whether to be horrible or hard or nice or whatever. That's what we need. And yeah, you exactly. can give us the best thing that we need. True. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So um, this is the same with a hug, really. 
um, and people laugh when I say this, but you can actually give yourself a hug. And it does work. <laughs> um, often, again, I've heard this many, many, many times from people who don't have a proper hug. I think I've probably said this before. Um, you don't get a proper hug sometimes from a narcissistic person. Yes, mm -hmm. they're there, they put their arms around you, but there's no love or it's just whatever it is is missing. It's just like a robot putting their arms around you. Mm. Um, so if you give yourself a big hug, um, it does, it must, again, your brain, it must release, release um, serotonin or whatever it is. I don't know the chemicals. It mm. must release that. So if you just hug yourself, you can feel it, you know. Mm. And yes, don't do it in public, maybe when you're out on the street. I don't know. But, <laughs> but do give yourself a hug. It feels good. Yeah, it does. Yes. Again, it's sort of showing yourself that you respect yourself and you love yourself and yeah, mm. it's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yes, and emotional support the same. Um, this is really about loving, loving yourself, trusting yourself. Um, you know, if, if you're feeling sad, that's okay. If you're feeling sorry for something, that's okay. Just let whatever emotions you feel, just let them be because it's all fine. You know, we can't be happy and having a wonderful time every second of the day. Um, again, that wouldn't be human. We have to go through all of the emotions, you know, minute by minute sometimes. Um, but just accept whatever emotion you're feeling, just accept it um, and try and even go, try and go with the feeling. So acknowledge that the feeling is there um, and really try and feel how it feels, you know, what's your physical, maybe your, your chest is if you're feeling really, really sad, for example, maybe your chest is feeling really, really tight, um, or maybe you feel like your heart's about to explode out of your chest, um, maybe if you're sad, you feel a heavy something in your tummy, um, maybe you feel a bit low in your shoulders and everything. Um, just have a think about your emotional stuff inside, your physical inside. Because um, I think that sometimes we don't know what we're dealing with. We can feel this sadness, but we can't really feel it. We just know that we're a little bit sad, but we're not even sure about that. Mm. Whereas once you really you know, think about what's going on inside you, maybe you can feel this heaviness in your chest, um, heavy heart even. Um, once you really focus on it and then you can feel it, then you know what you're dealing with. Ah, this is the pain. Okay, it's there. I can. You can sometimes put a, a picture to it. Sometimes you can visualize, oh, well, it's red or it's black. Um, it feels like heavy cement or, you know, just to try and visualize it so that you know what you're, what you're dealing with. So, and often if you really focus on that feeling for a long time, it does actually fade away. Just gently, 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 it just dissipates of its own accord. Mm. So just because we're acknowledging it's there and we're being with it, we're sitting with it. We're not trying to distract ourselves with something else. Mm. We're not trying to, you know, avoid it. We're just, we're, okay, I've got this horrible feeling. I'm going to sit with it and then it'll just go. It takes a long time, but it will just dissipate of its own accord. Okay. So, yeah. 
And it's hard to do again when it's an uncomfortable feeling like sadness or disappointment. It's not pleasant, which is why we all try to avoid it. Mm. Um, but if you can just sit with it and accept, accept it's there, try and figure out what it feels like, maybe put a visual picture to it um, and just sit with it and almost observe it just going. Yeah. Yeah, great. That uh, I I that's a that's a great tip. And then you also mentioned that like uh in this uh step is also like that you trust yourself. So yeah, we we have an article and it's called like ten ways to trust yourself after narcissistic abuse. I'm not going to read the whole article here, but like I can uh, quickly you know say all these ten things and then people can find find uh, the article and it's on on the podcast notes the link and uh, you know if anyone wants to you know dive deeper in into this but here we have outlined uh, first practice being decisive it's a skill as well you can practice it uh, and again in the article it's explained better and given uh, examples examples are there other one is set reasonable goals for yourself Many of us who have been in narcissistic abuse or have a narcissistic narcissistic parents, it's almost like self-sabotaging is a thing. You mm -hmm. set a goals that are not reasonable at all, then because then when you fail, you're like, okay, this is proof, and then you don't trust yourself, or it like erodes your self, uh, like your trust to yourself. So reasonable goals, yeah. build on your strengths. Uh, then the fourth one is reconnect with your core values. Mm, yeah. uh, five is stay committed to yourself. This, again, like usually good things take time. Yeah. <laughs> then six, learn how to be present with yourself and others. Mm. Seven, remove yourself from toxic environments. Build healthy relationships. Yeah. replace self-defeating thoughts with positive self-talk this we have talked a lot already yeah. about and learn more about narcissistic abuse especially if you still feel like you don't quite understand or you see as, as you blame yourself because if you still kind of believe that it was all your fault or uh, the problem is you like only you then let's say the narcissist tries to hoover you and you don't you really haven't understand the dynamics of narcissism and the way they operate and the dynamics of that toxic relationship you might be more easily uh, you might more easily go back you might more easily buy into their hoovering because you just yeah. you haven't understood that hey it was abusive yeah so that's why learning more about narcissistic abuse i feel like it also makes you trust yourself because you're like okay i understand it's their you know problematic and abusive behavior and it was just it was targeted to me and that's yeah. it yeah, <laughs> it's, exactly. it's not yeah it's not because i am something and that's why i deserved it or you know whatever yeah. it's not your fault <laughs> <laughs> exactly mm -hmm. yeah, yeah okay oh yes yeah. so the next one's the sense of belonging this is a bit more difficult of course we can't i don't know if we can give that to ourselves but we sort of can by just thinking about who who we care about you know so um yeah 
just you know do we have friends or family members or something that we really do care about so i suppose it's it's reassuring yourself that you do belong you have got people who you sort of do belong to you know you're not completely utterly on your own in the whole world um just yeah just to give yourself that sense of belonging Feeling like you don't belong anywhere can be a difficult and isolating experience. Here are some ways to start building a sense of belonging. Join a club or a group that aligns with your interests or values. This can be anything from a sports team to a book club to a volunteer organization. Being part of a community that shares your interests can help you feel like you belong. Another tip is to attend local events or activities. Check out what's happening in your community and attend events that interest you. This can help you connect with others who share your interests and may lead to new friendships. Lastly, practice self-care and self-acceptance. Building a sense of belonging starts with feeling comfortable and accepting of yourself. Take time to care for yourself physically, mentally and emotionally. Practice self-acceptance and remind yourself that you are worthy of love and belonging. Building a sense of belonging takes time and effort, so this is not a quick fix. Be patient with yourself and try new things to find what works best for you. Don't give up. And the next one's about the fear of, you know, the dark and bad things that are going to happen. Um, this again is just writing your evidence. Um, and what I always say to people as well, you know, you've survived until now, so you must be doing something right. Mm. <laughs> you know, you haven't only survived because you've had this person looking after you or taking you under their wing. You've actually, you've been doing a whole lot right. <laughs> you know, you've managed fine until now, so keep doing what you're doing because it's obviously working well. Mm. <laughs> you know, so... Um, yeah, so feeling valued as well. This is a really important, like you've just said, really. Um, you, yeah, you need to respect yourself. Um, so I would say just, again, listen to yourself. Have interest in who you are and what you think and what you have to say. Just be interested in yourself. Be curious about what's going on in your head. Um, respect yourself, yeah. Just value yourself as much as you can. Because um, we all have a huge, great value, even if we can't see it. You know, it amazes me sometimes with with clients. Um, for example, just to be on a superficial level, um, I have you know stunningly gorgeous um, people, and they're they're saying, "Oh, I'm just so ugly," and and I say, "What? How can you say that about yourself?" You know. Um, I know that's just a super bit. That's just to give you an example, but this sort of thing, this you know, goes on all the time. People who are really, really clever thinking that they're really stupid. It's almost like the exact opposite of the truth, you know. So it never ceases to amaze me, <laughs> mm. you know. So all because they've just been taught and told the exact opposite. Mm. Okay, so yeah, so moving on from that then is instrumental support. So this is like taking care of the practical stuff. Um, again, you can do this completely fine on your own. Yes, you have to take out the trash or whatever um, when it's raining and, you know, okay, but you've done it 
you can manage it you've you've survived until now again mm. yeah so just keep going and you know praise yourself that you're running the house or you're doing everything you're managing give yourself lots of praise because you're doing an amazing job yeah <laughs> just for surviving it's yeah. hard yeah and i feel like people often think that oh i cannot do this by myself even though they actually can the chances are as well that you have been doing everything anyway <laughs> it's just that because the narcissistic individual is always blaming you and criticizing you you feel that you can't do anything but when you look at the actual evidence and the truth the reality of it all you probably have been doing everything and helping them <laughs> true you know? but exactly through doing all of that you've been receiving all the criticism and your rubbish and so that's what we're actually left with oh i can't manage on my own Mm. But the truth when you look at it is probably that I've been doing it all completely on my own. Exactly. For both of us <laughs> or yeah. all of us or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And and then if you are in a situation where in practice someone is doing something for you, for example, you are in a narcissistic relationship and the other person is, uh, you know, controlling all the finances, like you don't have mm. your own bank account. Yeah. You can go and open your own bank account. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to tell that to the other person, but mm. simple thing like that can give you the sense of I can manage my own money, exactly. even though they might say you are stupid, you can't manage your own money, you don't understand money at all. Yeah. But just mm -hmm. doing that, opening your own bank account, that yeah. yes, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yes. I think when you first leave a narcissistic person, um, Yes, you do feel like that, and you think, "Oh gosh, I can't do anything." But actually, there's a there's a little maybe this this is just me, a little bit of rebellion in me still. I think, right, I'm going to go and do this, this, and this, and all the things that I wasn't allowed to do, or I I don't know, I was criticised for. Those are the very things that you need to go out and do and prove to yourself that you can do it, and just take back your own power again. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, that's a great example. Yeah, and also, you know, if you missed out stuff from childhood, um, you know, if you aren't allowed to, you know, wear these type of boots, I don't know, um, well, go out and get those boots now. <laughs> I don't care if you're 75, just go out and get those whatever shoes you wanted and weren't allowed, or those trousers or jeans or whatever, just go and get them and <laughs> and just have them and <laughs> who cares what anybody else thinks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard similar stories, like one woman said to me like that the uh, her ex-narcissistic husband always said that she couldn't like cook, like yeah. the food was horrible and she was a horrible cook. Uh, then she always, you know, cooked meals and, you, you know, she, she even wasn't that horrible cook because everyone else liked her food. <laughs> like, mm, yeah. Yes, that's it. yes, I've done that myself, honestly, and I say that to the people. Just do the exact opposite of what you were told and nagged about and criticized. Go and do the exact opposite just to prove yourself mm. that no, I'm, you know, I'm free and I can do whatever I want now. Yeah, it's good because that's we can have a bit of fun doing all this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is good. <laughs> you all need to have a bit of fun from time to time. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> okay, so where are we? Um. Okay, so the next one is depend being dependent and dependable. So this is all about again, you can trust and value yourself. Um, if you're having difficulty with this, you know, write down why you can trust yourself. 
you've been able to trust yourself, you know, until now, um, all the things that you've done, achieved everything, and you know, like that, and just to prove to yourself that you can trust yourself. Um, you can trust yourself more than you can anybody else, actually, you know, um, so yeah. It's just, again, if you're not, if you can't think of it, just try and write some stuff down um, just to prove to yourself, you know. And the same with valuing yourself. Why are you of value? You know, if we mm. think about it, gosh, we can think, well, I can do this and I can do that. We can all think of lots of stuff that makes us a valuable individual human being. So yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter what skills we have or don't have, we all have some value. Mm, mm. yeah and it, it is actually quite quite terrible feeling if you feel like oh i don't even trust myself i do not even got like i don't even have myself that is very lonely feeling it's but very... you don't have to be scared about that because if you notice that that okay you know everyone else got at least someone or they at least got themselves and i don't even have myself that is you know again information to you you can approach that situation with curiosity and ask yourself yeah. why is that then you can for maybe you find solid reasons why is that then you can ask again how to fix it and then yeah. just be kind of very logical about it yeah. write down the steps you need to take and you will get there yeah the answers are all there in ourselves if we just look for it within ourselves it's all there we just have to try and find it and have the curiosity in the first place to look for it. Mm. And once we go delving in there, it is, it's all there. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so this is the next one's the same, really, you know, getting advice or guidance from somebody else, um, which, you know, I highly doubt the narcissistic person would have been able to give you any guidance or proper advice anyway. Why um, you think that? About... Sorry? Yeah, I was going to ask, like, uh, why? Why is it that they are unable to give advice to you? Yeah, because it's all about being right, isn't it, to the narcissistic person? They just want to be right, which is a whole lot different from giving you advice. <laughs> you know, they if they have, I don't know, um, something in their head about, I don't know, wearing a blue coat, then whatever, you know, the advice will always be you have to wear a blue coat and that's that because they want to be right about this blue coat. Um, but it's not actually the proper advice that you need in that situation. Mm. It's just about them proving themselves to be right. Mm. So mm. you can never trust a narcissistic person to give you any help or guidance or advice or anything. Yeah. Because they are, they are trying to prove to the world that they are right and the best and the worst, whatever, um, all the time. So they're the, the last people that you can trust yeah yeah and they probably yeah. have their own self-interest in there if they're giving advice they are giving the advice by thinking how do i benefit from this exactly. what can i get if i guide this person towards that direction how does it benefit me it's not like how can i help that person grow yeah, exactly. yeah. unfortunately yes yeah so i would do the exact opposite of what they see <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so okay I just have a couple more now um so helping organizing living uh, well this is again yeah this is just basically taking out the rubbish and being proud of yourself 
yes it's raining i don't want to go outside it's too cold but just do it and then you'll feel proud of yourself that you've done it and you can look after yourself you don't need anybody else you can do it on your own um yes and the more miserable and whatever how difficult these things can be and oh it's really hard and i feel sorry for myself but yes and you're right to feel all of those feelings but once you've done it my goodness you feel really proud that you've you know you've managed it so it's more evidence in your list of the things that i've achieved <laughs> so uh, and yes and the last one is just about being happy um so i think yeah we spoke about this the other day um about having the narcissistic person there like as an entertainment center almost um to you know give you fun and um make you laugh or entertain you but you can we can do that on our sit by ourselves um you know we can have a good laugh we can go and watch a film or read a book we can start a new hobby we can go out into nature go for a walk in the woods up a hill into the i don't know the beach whatever we can just go and do all of these things um you know have some animals or whatever it just yeah just enjoy enjoy being enjoy being in life um mm. you know we don't need to be entertained by another human being um we can do what makes us feel good whatever that might be yeah yeah mm. in a way like get excited about your only life and yeah. what you can do while you are being here exactly yeah and just a, it's a, it is about being in the now as well just appreciate what you're doing so if you enjoy going out for a walk go out for a walk and while you're going for a walk which most of us do anyway we appreciate the fresh air and oh there's a few birds and the leaves on the ground appreciate all of these things sort of breathe it all in you mm. know it is about being in the in the moment and what's going on right now in this moment i'm mm. feeling like this and i can feel this on my skin i can feel the wind i can feel the rain <laughs> it's cold yes it's all just to bring us into the now which yeah. is where i want to be yeah and that i have legs that carry me because exactly. even that not everyone has legs so exactly. they can take walks exactly yeah when i was ill i my my left side of my body stopped working really so my legs stopped working my arms start stopped working my face was all like this really? so i had a stroke um and the the hospital they told me it was a stroke at the time it later turned out to be ms but whatever i don't care what label they have on it but um so when i lost my, i couldn't walk obviously i couldn't move my arm and i didn't know when i was in hospital i kept on asking the doctors oh you know will i be able to walk again will i be able to use my arm again because i used to play the violin and that oh. needs my left hand and arm you know yeah. um, to hold the violin and um, so i was very concerned about that and they could never give me an answer um anyway i have since learned to walk again and i can now move my arm and my left fingers and everything i can it's all better than it was um but i appreciate now every step i take yeah <laughs> so when i go out for a walk because it took me such a long time to walk again and you know it's quite sore and it's hard um but my goodness i appreciate it now 
So if I ever go out and dance, I really appreciate dancing. I, I appreciate going down to the gym. All these little things that people just take for, for granted. And I, I enjoy all of it because I can, mm. <laughs> you know. It's so I I I thought about it for a long time, like how can how can I help people to sort of get into that mindset um, of having something taken away from you, so that you really appreciate it. But the only way you can get to that mindset is by having lost it in the first place. You know. Mm. So yes, we can all pretend. You know, if we all pretend that our leg doesn't work for a day or something, but most of us aren't going to do that. Let's be honest. Um, but it's not the same the the actual full facing the oh, gosh i might not ever walk again i might not ever move my arm again it, it takes that for you to then appreciate it as it came back slowly and you know with time it came back yeah, um, uh, yeah. i feel like same if you go through narcissistic abuse and in a way your sanity is taken away your peace of mind is taken away then after you got out you appreciate that yes, <laughs> you absolutely. appreciate healthy relationships and safe yes. people and you don't want anything like the chaos you don't want that back can can i ask like uh what caused that was it what happened that half of your body went went like that yeah, well, like I say, they they initially diagnosed me with a stroke, but then later on, um, they said it was MS, multiple sclerosis. Okay. So that's the final label, because because then I was like, I felt like, oh, I have I have had a stroke, and I now have multiple sclerosis as well, and so now I've decided I don't care about any labels. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am as I am, and I'm fine now, you know, more or less. Um. Yeah. So that yeah, it was the best thing that ever happened. Because by, like I say, I appreciate every step that I make now. Mm. And like you said, with narcissistic abuse, I appreciate my freedom still every mm. day. I appreciate that I can do what I want. I can watch whatever I want. I can eat what I want. Um, I can, yes, I, can, I just am free. Mm. So, and that is worth everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so. Because I... Yeah, sorry. Can I continue, no, please? Uh, yeah, I was going to like ask, like, because y you had like a narcissistic mother. Mm. I'm thinking all the stress did that contribute to that, or do yes. you have any idea? Of course, I'll never know, and they they mm. couldn't tell me that. But I know inside me yeah. that all the stress of all of it, and leaving my narcissistic partner as well. Mm -hmm. um i know that that's what caused me to to be ill yeah so, that's crazy I can't, I can't say that and you know the doctors might have a fit but <laughs> i know that that was that was what caused it all yeah well stress it contributes to many illnesses exactly. you know many, it's yeah that, that's a scientific fact <laughs> that, yes. yeah yeah okay you know and, the work of gabor mate he he's a big um he talks about this a lot, about the the criticism that we've had as children from our parents, for example. And then, of course, the immune system sort of learns to attack itself as well, just the same as, you know, so we've, you know, we've had critical parents all the time and then our, our immune system just starts attacking itself too. 
Mm. So it's sort of a natural follow-on, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But a lot of, again, a lot of my clients have some kind of physical disorder, <laughs> if that's yeah. the right word. Um, you like know. auto, I have heard like autoimmune diseases exactly. a lot. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, Gabor Mate, he explains all that really well. Mm. So um, look him up. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Oh, yes, I don't know how we got onto that. <laughs> I can't we, remember, but anyway, I've told you all I, now. From appreciate I, it when I said that not everyone has legs to walk. Oh from yes. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. great. That's okay. Yes, all these. I think all these mm, negative experiences, if we can turn them around and make they they are like the best things that could have happened to us because often we're really really so much happier after having gone through the the negative stuff it was worth it to get to the place where we are in now mm. you know yeah okay yeah. okay so yeah today we we had a great topic to discuss and all these things that we today talked about uh, circulated around uh, like that we might seek these things from the narcissist, like we might seek love, validation, approval, praise, comfort, emotional support, feeling valued, uh, instrumental support, guidance, advice, just help or that we, we just want to be happy. And so the purpose of this episode was to think about the ways that we can, if, if we can, and how, it's not if, but we can give give these things uh, to ourselves if we just approach it with curiosity and uh, figure, figure it out and are honest with ourselves and look uh, into ourselves and trust that they can find these things within themselves. Yeah, we're the. I think we're the best person to give ourselves what we need. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, so I want to thank everyone for listening to this episode, and thank you, Luciana, so much for coming to this episode and giving such a wonderful advice. Thank you. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and share the episode with your friends and family. Have a wonderful rest of your day and see you in the next episode.